Now on to our listeners. T3 understands what took place. The night you started listening to wrestling podcasts, you got down on your knees, put your little hands together and said a prayer and it sounded like this. Oh dear God, you see my name's Billy and I just love wrestling podcasts, but there's just one problem. They all absolutely suck. And then at that point, Billy, your house started to shake, the heavens opened up, and God himself spoke to you and said, Bob, but my name's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name is. You are absolutely right. They do suck. But there is one thing and one thing only that you can do. You must go find the show that is simply electrifying. You must go find Take Two Takedown. Oh, but God, anybody but take... Know your role and shut your mouth. And then as fear went through your body, tears went down your cheek and piss rolled down your leg. Your house started to shake, the clouds parted and the heavens opened. And what seemed like millions and millions of voices said to you in unison, Jabroni, if you smell what T3 is cooking... right folks we are back back episode 60 60 2019 first the year of t3 we will call it t3 we're here we are here uh we took a little vacation little little shutdown little me time right we, sometimes you got to refuel the machine yeah and that means you got to shut down for a little while you have to relax a little while requ- uh you know sort of bring yourself back to center or mm-hmm. or more likely one of us went on an extended family vacation over right. the holidays, so we just decided to take two weeks off to <laughs> not record a show. Um, could be that. Could be that. Um, Where'd but you go? we'll see. We'll see. Um, I went to... Have you ever heard of the Grand Canyon? Yes. Okay. There's a smaller one of that. It's called, like, the OK Canyon. Uh-huh. Uh, it's on the East Coast. Yes. Went there. Okay. It was okay. okay. Great. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. It was I okay. spent uh, two luxurious <laughs> weeks getting oh so much fatter on a cruise ship. Oh, oh so much fatter. I mean, oh, I wasn't going to oh, so say anything, fatter. but... Yeah. So you know what that means. That means for two weeks I didn't get to watch wrestling. So that means when the day I got back, mm-hmm. I had four shows to catch up on just for WWE alone. I had to get two NXT shows in. I had to get I got three New Japan shows in mm-hmm. and current count is I was catching up on Ring of Honor. Okay. Okay. So I think I think I'm the Three out of the five shows I'm behind on that. This is a... It's kind of ridiculous, right? Like, you don't realize how much you miss unless you can't watch something for, like, a week or two. Well, yeah, because it's like... I got my whole schedule, my whole wrestling schedule, yeah. and it flows. It works. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's still... I have time for the family. Messed up. Everything is messed up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. However... Yes. Yes. I don't want that to take away from us saying... Hi, guys. We're back. <laughs> We're back. It is a new year, a new Take 3. We have lots of announcements coming up uh, this episode. We're going to tell you all about a new challenge we have coming forward. We're going to obviously talk about WWE and what happened over these two weeks while we were off. We got, of course, a gorilla position for you. We got yeah. our moment of, which is going to be really important. We got local events. We got all that stuff. But if it's a new year, that means WWE has brought us some new stuff. 
That's true. We want to say welcome. Yes. If you've picked this episode to start, if this is your New Year's resolution to get you some good wrestling information, Pick the go right to spot. another show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, if you want to have fun and talk some wrestling, this is where it is. We're yes. not going to recap every match. We're just going to go over our feelings about everything that we see on WWE. Sometimes other wrestling events, but mostly WWE. Mostly WWE because we want to appeal to the masses. Yeah. And we know that's what they do. And we want your feedback, too. Exactly. You can hit us up in our mailbag. It's mm-hmm. triple T bag. The word triple, the letter T bag at gmail.com. We love reading letters on the show. You can call us. You can call us. You can call our hotline. What is that hotline again? Hotline, John. All right. If you want to call us on the hotline, you can get us at 434-602-1931. That's right. 434-602-1931. Tony our operator, should be standing by. Yep, exactly. Or you can always go the Twitter route, at Take2Takedown. You can get us on there. We are constantly on there. Even for these two weeks, we were doing some chatting on there. You can DM us messages on there. We'll read on the show. All that sort of stuff. All right, Craig, speaking of the mailbag, this Mm -hmm. is something we had fun with as before. Yes. Uh, We've been getting a lot of mail. Uh, Thank you guys for sending your stuff. Um, we got to get back into it. We We want to keep it strong in 2019. We do. So, I am going to reach into this bag, pull out reach a random in. letter. Just pull out a random letter. It's like Santa sack. It's it's like they actually think I'm reaching in. I just grabbed the letter before, and it's, <laughs> right, and it's, and it's, it's here in front of me. It's really not mailed to us. It's like an email that we just print yeah, out. But... So, it's an email. <laughs> and it's a pretty straightforward one. Yes. Mm-hmm. It says, Dear the Machine and Demigod. That is, that is myself and you. That's our player name. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dear the Machine and Demigod. It has been a hoot listening to a hoot. Who a hoot. calls anything a hoot? How is this lit written in calligraphy? Was I this a 60-year-old woman? I am just <laughs> reading this now. So it says, it has been a hoot to have seen you guys for the year 2018. Oh, boy, we've got a not well-educated person. Maybe they're just from another country. I we think... are all over the world. Hold on. It has been a hoot not to see. <laughs> what do you look for in 2018? Okay, so I'm going to paraphrase Paraphrase. This. Please paraphrase. All right. So they said, hey, it's been a hoot listening to us. Hoot. Hoot. For the year 2018. Hoot. What do we look forward to most in 2019? I assume that means in wrestling. Right. I would assume so. Mm-hmm. Right. And this is, uh, who's this from? This is from Jessica from Virginia. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Jessica. So... I mean, obviously, the letter doesn't make much sense. She was she's probably anywhere between ten to fourteen years old. I'm, I'm gonna say she was so emotionally charged. Oh, okay, okay. From getting to communicate with us, yes. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, she called us by our player name, so she's obviously a, a, a long time listener. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so but, what uh, are we looking forward to in 2019? I guess as far as wrestling, what are you looking forward to? Um, I'm hoping with wrestling, one of the, I think one of the bigger picture things I'm hoping for, um, is how this year sort of ended is that maybe they're realizing that no matter how many times Stephanie McMahon may say it in various press conferences, that they do actually have to listen to what the fans want and maybe they'll try and do the shows a little bit more towards what is wanted as opposed to. We know better than you, and we'll give you, and you'll love it. Um, But I also, one of the big things I think that sort of fizzled out in 2018, and I think could be bigger in 2019, is 
the buildup of the women's division, especially leading into something like Evolution. We talked when it happened that Evolution was basically like a side note. It could have been so much more. And it could have been so much more. And I hope knowing that that is a you know, a staple that will be there every year is evolution is that they can make it so that that is a much bigger event. I mean, I don't know you want to go, you know, one of the main four, but that that can be up there, you know, with elimination chamber and those sort of, you know, big name every year events. So that's what you're hoping for in 2000. Correct. That is what I'm hoping for. Okay. So to answer her question as to what we are looking for oh, in 2019, yeah. <laughs> what I am looking forward to in 2019 is all the potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk indie circuit and other circuits real quick. There is mm-hmm. a lot of talent out there right a now. Lot. There is a, a lot. ton of great things happening. Mm-hmm. And I am looking forward to 2019. It's just opening up even more. Yes. yes. I am also looking forward to in 2019 with the big TV money that WWE is getting. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we'll talk about Daddy WWE here. Yes, yes. Um, that kind of like what you projected and what I'm looking forward to is the potential. Yeah. You have a huge potential. You have a huge budget. Mm-hmm. You have the ability and there's the desire and there's the want. And I kind of like that. I like mm-hmm. that hanging in the air in January mm-hmm. and I hope we get the payoff by December. <sighs> I really so, so. I'm really I'm down That's with what you on I'm that. looking for. Yeah. So Jessica, thanks for the great question. We mm-hmm. want to know what you're looking for. Hit us back up, give us your answers. Exactly. If you want Anytime we get a, a email or anything sent to our account, we love reading it on the show. Yep. We're going to do at least one, at least one per show this exactly. year. Exactly. Triple teabag at gmail.com. Send your letters that way. I think it's time to get into where we're happening, how 2018 ended and how 2019 is going with WWE. Uh, I mean, our biggest change would obviously be the McMahon family coming back in. All right. So. I'm happy. It seems that this is bringing a change. It, it does. But mm-hmm. I have to ask you a few things. Please do. Like, to put Baron Corbin yes. up on the cross for this? Oh, so much. I mean, so much. I, Just... I honestly think it was a good idea, but you've buried that character now. He, I, I mean, he has potential of never being able to come back. This isn't like go away for a few years, come back and reinvent yourself, really. I, I don't know how this is going to... They've put so much blame on him. I don't know how he can come back into being a legitimate, you know, character. And I think it goes along the line of, is, you know, we got to figure out, is this going to be another flash in the pan? The McMahons are like, oh, crap, ratings are dropping, we're losing money. We better all go we, on the show together. We better make that pop mm-hmm. uh, because we got Royal Rumble coming up. That's one of the big four. We're leaning into WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. We really need to make a show of this. Is this like that big pop and then we're going to watch it burn out real quick? Because if you look, in my opinion, if mm-hmm. you look since the McMahons have taken back over, you get all this fizzle and pop, but it's still the same matches. A lot of times, yeah. Yeah, like, and they kept saying a whole lot of, oh, we're going to do this, and everything's going to be different, and... The only thing they took away is there's no guaranteed rematch clause anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to fight for everything. You got to fight for a challenge to challenge the person for the belt. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's pretty much what it's been, except for the rematch clause. Right. Um, look... I hope I kind of like the change. We went from how we fizzled out at the end of 2018 
And I like that there's a little more energy. It feels like a little more energy yeah. in the shows. Yeah. Um, I like that it's getting to get a little bit livelier. I don't know if that's just our excitement that, hey, we've got another year to make a better chance at yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. This is basically the, new, the WWE New Year's resolution. Yeah. <laughs> and if it is a resolution, will they stick with it? <sighs> we can only hope. So, most, most die out before the end of January. So, but in keeping with the McMahons mm-hmm. and Triple H, um, so we've seen Vince a couple times. We have. We have. We've seen Stephanie a couple times. We have. Triple H has been the, let's say, mouthpiece yes. for the Raw brand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Shane has been the McMahon mouthpiece for the SmackDown brand. Correct. Correct. What are you thinking? What do you, do? I mean, do you like this? Like, do you like how they're making... Triple H come out hard on like Seth Rollins where he's like, if you want your spot, you got to earn it. If you say you're going to burn it down, do it. Like I, I, I kind of like that Triple H angle because I like what they did this past week on Raw with that. Yes, where Rollins had an amazing match, um, you know, with him and Balor and Cena. Like I, I, I enjoyed that six man match a I, lot. I fanned out. Exactly. It exactly. was six, excluding Lashley. Mm-hmm. Um, it was six decent wrestlers. All together, yeah, exactly. I, I would say great wrestlers, but Lashley was there. Right. And it was a decent flow match. Yeah. It worked really well. It was a little herky-jerky with uh, Cena in the ring and mm-hmm. Lashley in the ring, but that's to be expected. Um, Love the interaction between anything with Balor, Rollins, Ambrose and McIntyre. Yes. Loved yes. all of that. That was really good. And and leading to what we were talking about, I liked how at the end of it, you know, they obviously play it up, but, you know, you see the Jumbotron, Triple H talking to Sasha Banks and Bailey, mm-hmm. like sitting there drinking coffee, and Rollins getting upset. like, you want me to, me to make amazing matches. You want me to burn it down. You're not even bothering to watch. Like, I, I kind of like if that's and the I, angle. And I want this. And he's I like, hey. This. Welcome back. Welcome back. You got it. Sure. Yeah. Loved it. <laughs> yeah. Like, if that's kind of what they're doing with this interaction between them, I'm, I'm good with that. So, as as much as I would say the match was was good, mm-hmm. wasn't like one of the best I've seen, but it was a good opening match. Um, I got more out of just that little interaction yes. between Triple H and Seth Rollins mm-hmm. than the whole match gave me. I agree. I agree. Like, I was like, oh, this is a good match. I can watch this. Yeah. And, but then... We get into the problem, and we discussed this. That was great, and that was a good way to open the show. And then and what happened? that was the best thing that Monday Night Raw gave you that night. I, you can't, like, we get that you can't hit fire every single storyline you write. Right. We get that. But you can't have fire at the beginning. And hope for fire at the end, and then just put water down in the middle. And just because, put what we call Jinder Mahal and Alicia Fox down Yeah, in the because <laughs> it's like filler matches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we need a little B-card storyline that we can at least have some investment in. And, and I mean, do they have a B-card storyline? What are you considering B-card? I mean, if, if, you're going, if you're going basically this happening with the whole Rollins and... Triple H and Ambrose and all that as a story card for males. You got Rousey well, that's and all that on A for women. Yeah. What What is the B storyline on, on any side? I mean, do you go with, like, the interaction between Elias and Baron Corbin? <sighs> I guess. But so that would be a B card match? Do you say your tag team? Because they had... The revival and, and uh, uh, Rude and Gable in a lumberjack match. Yeah. I mean, 
Obviously, the tag team division is still crap. But it's all right because heavy machinery is coming up, and they're just going to get thrown into the crap with everybody else. Who, uh... Like, like Sanity? Se- I Sanity? think there's that team. Mm-hmm. There's, mm-hmm. um... um. Who are those big guys who used to walk around with the puppet? AOP? AOP, right. Uh, um, yeah. No. I don't there's... remember any of them. Nope. Nope. No. Nobody else seems to either. But, I mean, so we get, like, especially with Raw, we get a build-up in these matches, but it's just to set up the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, it's almost like they are now using both Raw and SmackDown just to set up the, the pay-per-view. And they basically give themselves a month of setup for every single thing. That's pretty much all it is. Yeah. But we get more out of these pay-per-view matches. Like, look at Becky Lynch. We get more with Becky Lynch because not only is she selling the pay-per-view match, but she is selling every little bit of everything. Like, if you go online right now, she's got some little thing about slapping the paper plate off of Asuka's face. Exactly. Exactly. Royal Rumble. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, because we had that... Which I thought was pretty decent. The triple threat, uh, Lynch versus Carmella versus Charlotte to see who got to fight Oscar at Royal Rumble. I think it was a pretty decent match on SmackDown. I liked it. You know, even even Carmella. I enjoyed Carmella. But in here's that. my problem. Why? Why does every match with Becky Lynch have to be three people? Because uh, no matter what, Nobody's they, match they do the not man. think that Becky Lynch is worth a singles match. All right. I'm going to say this. This mm. is my opinion on it. Okay. One, I love you, Becky Lynch. Oh, got to start it in 2018. You did it. You did it for every episode in 2018. Got to make sure we start 2019 off right. Why would I change? Right, exactly. But anyway. Don't go change it. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Just mellowed that right in. I loved it. No problem. But, no, so is it that Becky Lynch is so electrifying, such a talent, that <laughs> so they have to put these other two wrestlers against her the whole time. And when do we start playing up the storyline of, you're right, I've had to wrestle two wrestlers for my title and defending against not one but two mm-hmm. when Asuka's got this match or Charlotte had this match or yep. Carmella had that match one-on-one. Yep. yep. You know, but not me, mm-hmm. not the man. I've always had to face two. That just tells you how much WWE is afraid of Yeah, me. I mean, she, she does bring up the fact that, she, you know, she talks about the fact I didn't lose my belt. Yeah. Like, I didn't lose a match, and therefore my belt was taken from me. Hey, I got the, robbed I got, by Ronda Rousey, exactly. and Asuka mm. reaped the benefit. So I, I hope that's the lead-in to basically that, what you're talking about. Yeah. And I I got to say another, because we're talking about Becky, and I, I love you, Becky. Um, another one of my favorite wrestlers, Dean Ambrose. Mm-hmm. Not happy with the character development. No, I, and I think it's weird, because he came out, you know, when Ambrose came back, looking like mini Triple H... He came out great. Like, I, I liked it, but the whole, with the turning on, on uh, Rollins, which I was fine with. I had no problem with that. I think they had some good storyline potential in there. It's just sort of weird now. Well, like, so, I am along for the ride. Right. Mm-hmm. And sitting back, being able to play catch-up and watching an episode back-to-back, so, like, I watch one Raw and then I watch the next Raw, mm-hmm. I can see the character development, and you can see that right now he's in that transition of... He had to go from face to heel. Mm-hmm. And when he went to heel, he had to make a huge change mm-hmm. in his character. And there's only a few ways you can do that. You can be mean to other wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can, but you've got to get people to boo you. Exactly. So the easiest way to do that is be mean to the crowd. 
Right. And, and the that's city what, and everything. Yeah. That's what they had him do by calling them bacteria ridden mm, and, and getting his flu shot against yeah, them and all that. Yeah. All, all that stuff. So, you know, it was a hard charge to make him a heel super fast. Mm. The issue is, is, is that the story wasn't good enough. He couldn't sell it good enough. Um, but like, I've seen him now in three episodes of Raw since the heel turn. Right? Yeah, three mm. episodes of Raw since yep. the heel turn. And now, like, I, I will say, from when he made the turn and then his promo this week, his promo this week was a lot more convincing. To me. It was. It was. It was a lot more like, I don't like you guys. It's nasty. You're horrible. This place is horrible. I'm not a tag team. I'm only here for myself now. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, he really sold it to me this week so much better. And i like, that's more of what that character needs to be. Yes. Yes. You know, we're not going to change Seth Rollins. He is the face. He's going to be the face for mm. a long time. And he's going to have that CrossFit Jesus intensity. Exactly. You know, we got, like you said, we got Cena, who is Cena. We yeah. got Lashley, who is dumb <sighs> Cena. We've well, got Finn Balor, who we all root for and just doesn't seem oh, to get a break. We get Drew McIntyre, who seems to be the heel Finn Balor, but everybody likes that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What What else do we have? <sighs> and then, remember, we're still going to get some more back. Like, Kevin Owens is on his way back. Sami Zayn should be on his way back yep. soon. Mm-hmm. We have the entire Strowman-Lesnar thing. Like, you know, they're fighting for a belt that, like, literally is like an afterthought sometimes. Oh, I wasn't going to get into that now, but if you want to open the door. <laughs> yeah. The promo this week between the two of them, what did you think? It was... Okay? It was... Yes. Yeah. Okay. Like, it... it I, I want to say sufficient, basically. Like It was almost like two dumb jocks on the football field. Right. Not smart jocks, no. not funny jocks. You come here, fight me now. Yeah, it was like two big bodies on the field, like... I want to take you down. You have not done it yet. <laughs> I will do it now. You know, it, it just... Yeah. We... I'm under the assumption that Lesnar will hold that belt up to WrestleMania. Yes, I agree. That something will happen, some shenanigans, something silly, whatever. I don't think Strowman is going to get pinned clean. Mm-mm. Or Lesnar is going to get pinned clean for that title to change. Not not this time. Yeah. If it changes at Royal Rumble between him and Strowman, it will be something questionable. But we will see Lesnar up until WrestleMania. Yes, I agree completely with that. All right. I mean, we got two more pay-per-views in there anyway. Right. You know, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't see WWE having the need to have Lesnar drop the belt until he's ready to go. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I but I just, I, I just, I don't, like... I have no investment anymore with Strowman and Lesnar. No. It's the same stupid stuff. I agree. And, uh, I mean, I know it's switching brands, but I'm feeling the same way, that I have no investment in this new Daniel Bryan. So. Like, I just, I don't care. The promo he cuts this week, (laughs) Mm -hmm. where he's out of the concession stand, and he's telling us how we're filling our bodies with crap and, right. and all this stuff. You're basically crapping on your fans. I get it. That makes you the heel. Mm-hmm. You go out and you badmouth AJ's merchandise. There's no yes, yes, yes movement. That's right, because I tell you. Right. And then you start calling people fickle. Fickle! And fickle. telling them to change. 
I get it. Like you are trying to champion a cause, but do it in a heelish way so that you can vindicate how you are treating people. Yes. And I get mm. that you want to get the crowds to boo you. But they're but booing the, you because you're caring too much about the environment? Like it's No, but it's it's just like I, I that there is no real correlation. Like I can understand the two things mm-hmm. that you're trying to do. But you are not making them work together. No, no, not at all. And then you have, you know, the sneak attack from like an R-Truth, which we love R-Truth, but it just seems like R-Truth gets that two-second pop at the beginning and then he's And then, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, like, and then the the additional promos throughout the show, just once again, nothing correlates with Daniel Bryan. It's like, mm. if you are going to be the green warrior who hates everybody because they are not green, mm. I don't want to see you wearing, you know, synthetic made rubber shoes. No, no. Strolling mm. with a Samsonite suitcase in your little hemp sweatshirt as you walk out because you are done with the fickle people. That was ridiculous. You, it was ridiculous. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And what do you... What are you getting into to go back to the airport or wherever right, you're right. going? Are you, you are not getting into a Prius no, so that you no. can paddle a boat. Mm-hmm. In a, I get that we have to take ourselves out of kayfabe. We have to realize that that's just a character he's playing. But like, you're not doing enough to make everything you're trying to sell work. No, no. All right. Speaking of not being able to sell very well. Mm-hmm. Last year, with Shinsuke Nakamura, you and I are pretty hard. Yes. Um, since he's lost the belt to Rusev. Yes, I believe it was Christmas Day, Christmas yeah, Eve. Yeah, Christmas one Day. of the, it was the Christmas. Well, episode. It was one of the Christmas episodes. Yeah. But um, since he lost the belt to Rusev, I like that storyline between them. Mm-hmm. Like I like the fact that the other week uh, Lana came to help Rusev, right. and there was this thing, and, and, and now Lana's hurt. hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this week. You know, uh, Shinsuke calls him out and mm-hmm. says, it wasn't my fault, it was yours. Right. Now that's you, got him questioning, yep, and then yep. Shinsuke submarines him again. Um, what I don't like about Shinsuke is the 1980s mom jumpsuits that he's wearing oh, now. Oh, my goodness. But <laughs> we wanted it. We've seen it before, you and I, and we loved when it was heel Shinsuke. He was allowed to wrestle hard style. Yep. And he is much more comfortable in that character much and much more. better. Mm-hmm. I still think he has a little issue with them making him speak. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't need him to tell a story because he is better and he is at his best level when it's the little snipes. Like, yes. I don't speak English. Mm-hmm. Or we know you speak English. Right. You know, well. Exactly. Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah. That's when it was funny. That's yeah, when it was good. That's when it was good and yeah. it fit. Now, like, when you have him talk, it doesn't. Anyway, my point with Shinsuke is. One of my hopes in 2019 mm-hmm. is that WWE realizes that there are truly different styles of wrestling. Yes. And different and ways to do promos and different... It, and that they mm. allow it to develop. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, you know, you can have a Shinsuke and an Asuka. You can have a Kari Sane. Like, they're doing it right with Kari Sane. Right, right. But you can have a Shinsuke and an Asuka that come in and they can cut a decent promo. You mm-hmm. don't have to make them because they don't speak well sound funny mm-hmm. yeah it's it's i just i just hope that wwe takes a little time and says what can we do to make this better yeah 
How can we work with this talent? How can we work with this talent to promote them and, and focus on them as opposed to make them work for us? Like, And one of the other things I'm looking forward to in 2019, real quick, mm-hmm. is no more nut shots on AJ. Oh, please, no. We're done with that. We're, we're done with that whole role that they were doing. It's it's over. Speaking of Shinsuke. All right. I will, though, say, and, and you may call me lame for this because you often call me lame for many things. One of the storylines I actually kind of enjoy is the Uso, Naomi, Mandy Rose one. I find it funny with the whole like, oh, Jimmy, did I did I leave my gold bikini in your dressing room? And then Naomi getting all upset and beating the shit out of her in the backstage. Like, I like that. I find that funny to me. <laughs> I don't know but, why. But why? It's soap opera drama and it's just, I just find, I just like, the I just like that, the, I think. For three weeks in a row, maybe only two, it's been Mandy Rose walking somewhere and Naomi just flying out of a hallway and slamming did into you, her. Did you? A couple of things I took out of this. I I actually enjoy it too, mm-hmm. and, but you are mm-hmm. lame. Um, did you like the flying banana suit on Naomi? Yeah, <laughs> I did. Okay. I did. Okay, and then my favorite when Uso comes up and he's like, "Girl, what are you looking at?" Mm-hmm. Let's get back <laughs> to me because it's kind of it's a little fun. Like, yeah, but and, and speaking of the Usos, how bad is the tag team division? Oh my gosh. with the bar still holding on to yeah, it? Exactly. Like, is that all you have? Yes. And who's yes. the number one? Who tried to be the number one contender? The Usos. Mm-hmm. So guess who's going to be next? Mm-hmm. New maybe the new day. Uh, I just you. And you have these tag teams, speaking of like a Rude and Gable or a Cesaro and Sheamus, you have tag teams. Why are you making new ones? Yeah. Why are you taking individual women to tag team? Have new days. You have AOP. Sanity you up. have sanity. You, you bring in uh, you're heavy You're bringing machinery. heavy machinery. Just, you have devoted tag teams, but know. let's take these people to make them into tag teams. Speaking of bringing people, mm-hmm. you're a fan. I EC3. am. EC3. I am a fan of EC3. Do you think... He will go the way of the dodo. Yes. Do you think he will be an Andrade Cien almost, where it's kind of like, he, we show him because we don't know what to do, but we know he still like him. Last lane, probably, though, it'll be a pre-show match, and then that's it. I disagree with you. You want to know why? I why? Think mm-hmm. He was, his character is WWE. We need mm-hmm. another Ric Flair-esque character to come true, in true. and be, but you still kind of like him. Mm-hmm. And I think EC3 can play that. Okay. Where do you think he's going to play it best, Raw or SmackDown? I think you'll see him come in as SmackDown. That's what I was thinking, I too. think he would be better competent. What do you do with Nikki Cross? She's four foot something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's the little one. She's yeah. crazy, and we all love her. Right, right. But if WWE can't handle someone like Oscar, a, a what are they going to do with the Nikki Cross? Exactly. What are they going to do? Remember, they tried to... I see. Wrestling rage that you did I, not cruise off. I am just spouting off at the mouth. Well, I'm going to guess, on just a whim here, mm-hmm. that on your Caribbean cruise, there's not a lot of people to discuss wrestling with, aside from your own children. Yeah, and they didn't want to talk wrestling no, with me either. No. I mean, we can, talk much, about we can talk about more, other things. But we can the, get into the that Ronda, next the week. Sasha Banks, the Natalia, the <sighs> the Nia Jax. The Nia Jax thing, I'm just, I'm totally done I, with her. God, I, I'd be she happy. She looked like she killed Sasha Banks this past week. But I'd just be happy if Nia Jax went away. <laughs> yeah, totally fine with that. I don't need that. I don't need her. I don't that. need Tamina. They can both just leave. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, 
yes, there's obviously a lot more going on, and we will get into it more next week. Right, and the following leading into weeks. Royal Rumble especially and stuff. But speaking of Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. let's talk about that because that's the next one. It's coming up in like two weeks. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. talk about it. I mean, are you excited for the Royal Rumble this year? It's the first. To have a, a slight excitement for it. I mean, the the fact that Carmella and Ortiz, I feel kind of is just like a blah, like that just kind of wastes that spot that you always hope is somebody different. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a feeling that we're probably going to see this EC3 lum because it just seems the most, that seems like a WWE thing to do. Well, instead of I, bringing them on in the, the women, you know, 11 open slots right now, which we always know that during the Royal Rumble, we get some nostalgia. In. Yes. So that Rumble and Jumble. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a lot more up for that than I have been for other pay-per-views. True. Uh, I, I think the Oscar Lynch match will be good. I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to get a clear winner. No, I think I agree. something's going to happen. Do you think... Are you, do you more likely think something's going to happen, or will it, just like everything else, turn into a tri- triple threat match? Um, what I'm thinking is, if it stays a one-on-one match, mm-hmm. I don't think will interfere again. Oh, not Charlotte or Carmella. I think Charlotte and Carmella will have something going on for the Rumble. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. I can see that. But my prediction is, is they are building up WrestleMania to be against... Probably Becky, Ronda, and most likely Charlotte. Another three-way match because... We can have women main event WrestleMania if it's a triple threat match these three women. Like, they will not think that two can do it. They're going to have to be three. I have to put my three top ladies. Mm -hmm. No problem. And then I have to watch... uh, Geriatric Geezer's Wrestle Boiled Turkey. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh... I'm going to be like, this is the greatest WrestleMania ever. Ever. And I, we've ever. seen them all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We call but, it that uh, Crown Jewel, Geriatric Geezer's Wrestling. Good call. Good mm-hmm. call. <laughs> um, so, but no, I mean, like, that is probably, if I had to build one dream match in the WWE right now, that is it. Yeah. And they've lit the fire under it. It's on the plate. And like I said, as a Mark and a fan, you and I are both sitting here mm-hmm. like, yes, we want it. Yep. And we won it at WrestleMania, and I am willing to wait for it. Especially if they can do a slow, uh, continue this slow burn on it to make mm-hmm. it worthwhile. But yeah, um, also with the Royal Rumble, you know, like for many people, especially the winner of the Royal Rumble, it gives you an opportunity to go to WrestleMania. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to start an opportunity with Royal Rumble. We are. We are a, a big, big, long opportunity. So we were talking at the end of 2018. Correct. That we were going to make changes to our pick'em choices, mm-hmm. changes to the game, and that it was going to now be a year-long thing. Because it's it's time to play the game. It, it is time to play the game, mm-hmm. Greg. Yes. And then it being time to play the game, we are going to let everybody know that we have mm-hmm. an actual championship belt. Like a real one. Like a, a real championship belt we have. That we had specially made for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And how it's going to work in a nutshell, we'll give you more explicit, more in-depth uh, rules right. to join us. This is going to work as this. It is a year-long event. It will go from the four major events, mm-hmm. starting with Royal Rumble, right. 
up to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. person with the most points from the pay-per-views for those things. Right, from the paper, the main pay-per-view and everything that came in between. Right. Will be the winner. Yes. You will hold the belt for three months. Right. And, and every day, or every day, every week when we do our show and we do our little thanks at the end, we will thank... Whoever the champ is for those we three months. the current reigning champ. Mm-hmm. And we just want to say and thanks again to our current reigning champ, Craig. Because that's pretty much what it's going to be every and time. And if you want to hear me cut a promo, mm-hmm. then I will drop them every week as the champion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Not going to happen. What we were telling that our, all our friends that have played with us last year and all the people that would like to play with us this year mm-hmm. is we are going to send it out. Um, you'll have all the information next week. Mm-hmm. We are looking for, you can play as a show, as a group, whatever you want to do. You can do it as individuals as well. There is no limitation on how you do it. Correct. Uh, we would love a lot of people to be in this. Mm-hmm. What happens is, is if you win the belt, the belt will be sent to you. Yep. Mm-hmm. If and, you and not, lose not the not belt. Cash on delivery, not COD. We yeah. will pay for it we'll to pay go for out it. to you. If you lose the belt, we will pay to have it shipped to the next winner yep. so that they can have the belt. Mm-hmm. We'll get pictures with the strap. We'll put you on Instagram. We'll put you all over All over the faces, book us and the Twitters and everything. And all yeah. that stuff. Uh, you can send shout-outs and taunts to all the competitors behind you. Yep, we got a problem but, with that. And then we have streamlined our point process. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will give you all of that. But needless to say... The prediction questions or the iffy questions should be streamlined out, and we will have a more uh, determinable way to right. make sure that you know the points you are getting and why you got those points. It exactly. won't be an objective answer. It will be concrete. Right. So the way we're going to start this out is whoever wins Royal Rumble, when we come to you next week with how those points and rules are going to be breaking down, um, whoever wins Royal Rumble will be the champ. You are the current champ. Yep. From the last one. So they will be the new champ, whether it's you, you or somebody else. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They also means me. Um, they will be the champ. They will be the champ through Elimination Chamber. They will be the champ through Fastlane. And they will be the champ through WrestleMania. But whoever has the most points at the end of WrestleMania now becomes the new champ. Right. And gets and to hold the belt. These points, like my champion points that I have now, mm-hmm. are at zero. Everybody's reset at zero for Royal Rumble. Right. Then we move into these, and at the end of WrestleMania, however many points you have, whoever has the most is the champ. Mm. That day, we start back at zero, yep. and when we get up to Survivor Series, I think is the next one. Survivor Series, I think yeah. is the next one. That is the cumulative, and at the end of Survivor Series, whoever has the most points is either the champ or mm-hmm. I will retain my championship. Yep, yep, exactly. And then we go again to the end of or Hell of a Cell. Same thing goes back hell, to hell, hell, of cell. hell of a cell. It's a hell. It's one hell, it's of, a one hell of a cell there, John. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we get back to Royal Rumble 2020, it is going to be the most points throughout the entire 2019, all added together. Yep. All this will be put on uh, a platform that we can all share, like Google Sheets. So right. You can go in and just make your predictions real quick and easy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You can add matches that come up. As long as we all agree, we will keep them as points. Right. Mm-hmm. Everything will be spelled out simple and easy, and it will be used for our whole pick and pull community to be part of so that it is interactive and easy and upfront, and there is no shenanigans. Yes, exactly. Except so we can't wait. Pokes in the eyes well, and whatever obviously. i got to do to cheat to win. Tons of dick punches. Wow, Shinsuke. Yeah, you know it. You know it. And that is what we, that is our big thing coming forward for 2019. Yep. But one of the other big things that we have going on 
is the game that we invented. We invented this game in 2018. We did, and we're going to carry it right we're into carry it right into because regardless if you like it or not, it's one of our favorites. It's one and, of our favorite parts. And Craig, I got to tell you, in looking at all our emails when I got back, mm-hmm. and in looking in the uh, mailbag and on the Instagram and Twitters, mm-hmm. all the uh, responses I'm getting is that people are having fun with this too. Exactly, and that's the whole portion. We wanted this to be discussion for everybody. I've got. A lot of recommendations from our friends mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. saying, hey, we'd love to hear your picks on these. These are ours. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I get a lot of yes. and that they've requested from you is they love the continuity. Why we tie everything together. Tie everything together. Mm-hmm. They want to hear you do that. No, I'm not that smart. I don't like being the smarts. I just like saying, I think you're pretty, lady. You will be on my team. <laughs> Things like but that. But they want you to tie it together. They I know, I know. Cohesive. I will work on that, folks. I'm sorry. I can't let the fans down. Got to give them what they want. Listen, they <laughs> asked for it. You got to give it to them. But what is this game, John, that we were talking so, about? So, Gorilla Position Gorilla Position. It is one of our favorite games to play. We've done it in our normal lives. Now mm-hmm. we're doing it on our show. Right. Um, what we do is we take one of our favorite things, be it a TV show, movie, game, toy line, whatever, mm-hmm. and we say, hey... Let's take wrestlers, depending on, you know, current, it could be WWE, any other brands, it could be any time frame, whatever, Mm -hmm. place them in the role that we think would play that character the best. Yes. So, this week, the very start of 2019, our very first show of the year, Mm -hmm. your pick. What did you pick? My pick. I decided to go big. All right. And there's no bigger presence in the entire universe than the protector of the universe. Yeah. Which is Voltron. Voltron, five individuals that combine together to make the massive robot of Voltron. Deadpool put it better. Mm -hmm. Five lions make one. (laughs) One big lion. That's it. It has the ring. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, So we're breaking this down, and basically the way I propose this to John is five wrestlers throughout any eras... That when combined together, will make the ultimate tag team that would dominate worldwide. All right. So, mm-hmm. I have my line what makes these all these wrestlers cohesive. Okay. Okay. However, mm-hmm. you're going to have to guess what it is. Oh, my goodness. I hate you. Uh, but please go. All right. So... For the very first one, we have the red line, or the black line. The black line, the, the leader. The black line, the leader, Keith. Mm-hmm. Keith, Keith, the leader. Because we're, we're not doing Voltron uh, Global Defender, whatever the new Netflix is. We're going yeah. old school We're going Voltron. what we grew up with. Exactly. The coolest Voltron exactly. ever. So Keith, the leader, the black lion. The black lion. Mm-hmm. The leader of my Voltron tag team force. Yes. Bret Hart. That's a good one. That's a really good one. I can one. just see him when he lowers down those pink shades, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I can just see him going, form, blazing sword. I like it. I like that a lot. I like that. I agree. I'm good with your choice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, for my Keith, for my leader, for my the one who runs it all, the one who runs the show, mm-hmm. Triple H. <sighs> How'd you go with Triple H? Someone that's, so, that's bad, badass on their own, but... When it comes to forming others together, when it comes to building giant factions, I mean, let's see. Generation X. Generation X. Evolution. Evolution. The Uh, Authority. The Authority. (laughs) 
the McMahon family. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I think he did it all. NXT, NXT, built his entire brand. I think, I think you got it. I do like mm-hmm. Triple H. That's a good one. Um, all right, all right. The say second in command, but right. the the rebel, of the, the rebel, group. the the almost foil to like the leadership ways of Keith. Yeah, Lance, Blue Line, Blue Line. No wait. Is he Blue Line? Yeah. Oh, I thought Blue Line was the girl. No, you're right. This right. is Red Line. Red Line. You're right. Red, Red Line. line. Red, line. Mm-hmm. Red Line. Who you got for Keith? So, Rebel. Rebel. All right. Still always towards the same goal Yeah. as our leader, yeah. but in a different way. Mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes. I could see it like a little mischievous. Mm-hmm. A little, little mischievous. Yeah. Does Once the greater goal of ultimate... Wrestling entertainment, but I don't want to do it the way the leader does it. Yeah, I'm not. I doing do it my Triple own H's way. Rule. I do it I'm my own by way. My rule. Exactly. I I like where you went with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I went with. He's the rebel. He's the bad boy. He's mm-hmm. still going to do things, but he's going to do it in a more spectacular and aggressive way. Mm-hmm. Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. Ooh, exciting. Yeah. I like that. Chris Benoit. I like that. Now. We have everybody's best friend, uh-huh. the lovable one. We have Hunk, Hunk. the yellow lion. Yes, um, the bigger, the big boy, the bigger one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I went with straight stereotype. Yes, and because I love this guy, uh, Kevin Owens. That is good. That is good, and I, and I do love him. He is he is one of our our mutual favorites. Oh God, we love us some Kevin Owens. Can't now, wait for him to come now back. Now I I went older. Right, I went. Ooh. I went for someone that I, I loved for years, and to me, is still just the you know the big, funny, lovable person, mm-hmm. George the Animal Steel. <laughs> I don't know why I've always loved him, and he to me I just see him trying to fit into you know a tiny yellow lion. To me, it just sounds funny. I don't. I love it. I, I, I can't see it at nope, all. No, I see it completely. Like, you and I have played this game for a while now, yep. and you and I normally agree, or we can mm-hmm. uh, kind of make our way see the thing. I mm-hmm. don't see nope. George the Animal Steel in too, that at all. Too bad. Who else would you pick? Too bad. My other choice, but I, I didn't want to have any sort of coordination, mm-hmm. was Dusty Rhodes. But I didn't want the both You're Rhodes in there. You're just going for fat. I was going for fat, lovable person. Yes. I would go more Dusty Rhodes than George the Animal Steel for you, mm. but. I love them. I love them both. Okay. I don't care. Okay. Okay. I don't care. Then let's go for the nerd of the group, the yes. kind of weakling, wimpy one, mm-hmm. the Green Lion uh-huh. by Pidge. Pidge, the Green Lion, exactly. Who did you pick? See, this was hard because obviously there's very few people in WWE that are like weak, wimpy. So I, I went more for nerdy, mm-hmm. the smart one. Mm-hmm. The uber nerd of the group, Xavier Woods. Ooh, I see how you went with the stereotype. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll give it to you. So when I always thought of Pidge, first of all, when I first watched the show, the first couple of episodes, I didn't know if it was a boy or a girl. You, you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no. And um, I still really, don't know now. <laughs> didn't really like the character at all that much. I saw where the dynamic fit in and all yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to throw one at you. Throw it. Uh Another character where it's like, I get it. I see why people could like him, but just not. Not you. Not your cup of tea. Yeah. Um, Ty Dillinger. I can see it. I can see it. And that fits into your 
uh, impression of Pidge. As yeah. Because I, yeah, I know like, you're not a fan of him. So it's yeah. like, I understand it, but I, I'm and, not. And it's, like, not like, it's not like I hate him. It's no. Not like, but it's not like, just gosh, kind of I there. really wish Ty got the push. I'm like, I could care less if yeah. he's here or there. It's, you mm-hmm. know, it just is. Ten! And then Ten. that leads us to... The blue line. The blue line. Princess Allura. Exactly. Our only female the of the group. The only female of the group. Mm. Um, I went with per stereotype and per appeal mm. and per just personality. Mm-hmm. I went with Trish Stratus. That's a good one. That's a good one. And you can see her in a princess outfit. It makes sense. Of course. Mm-hmm. And she's got the blonde hair. Yep. And the, you know, attractiveness. Yep. 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 So that's what I went with. I went with Trish Stratus. I like that. I like that. Now, my person, uh, my Princess Allura, you're going to have to think back, all right? I want you to go back to 2016, many, many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. And that's the person I'm talking about. Many years ago. Many years ago. It's 2016, Asuka. Not now, Asuka, who sort of falls off and then comes back and where they don't know what they're doing with her and she's doing dance breaks. But, like, badass, never loses Asuka. That's the Oscar that I'm having on my team. Okay. Mm-hmm. NXT Oscar. Yeah, NXT Oscar. Okay. Right. So, as soon as she came up, Oscar. That's what I. Want. So, gorilla position. Mm-hmm. We did Voltron. Yes. I gave you five wrestlers. Yes. They all have something in common. Do you know who what it is? They are Bret Hart, mm-hmm. Chris Benoit, Kevin Owens, Ty Dillinger, and Trish Stratus. Do you know what they all are? Now I'm thinking, and I could be wrong about this. Are they all fans of maple candy? Yes. <laughs> uh, do they all s- probably seem super polite outside of their wrestling personas? Yes. Um, Except for maybe one. <laughs> um, are they all big fans of snow? Maybe. And saying the word A. <laughs> they do wear a toque. <laughs> Are they all our lovely neighbors to the north? They are. They are all Canadian wrestlers. I did not think you would get that. <laughs> and speaking of up north. That was funny. Speaking of up north. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just north of us. Oh, by the way, for Gorilla Position next week. Oh, um, yeah. What are we doing next week? Well, I'm going to lie boldface to you and Please say do. it's going to be a surprise. Right. Um, but that's mostly because I still must be in some sort of vacation <laughs> mode because I haven't thought of anything. Got it. Let me write that down. Surprise. <laughs> It'll be a surprise. Surprise. Okay. Got okay. It. <laughs> so speaking of up north, just up north of us by right. about two hours, mm-hmm. uh, there's this little state called Delaware. Delaware. The you first know, state. You know what's in Delaware? What's in Delaware? Right Coast Pro. <gasps> oh, we love us some Right Coast Pro wrestling. They had their big 50th event they ended out 2018 with. Yeah. We're now moving on to their 51st event. All right. This is a new quest event. All right. That's what they're calling it. A new year with a new quest. Exactly. Um, There's lots of matches on here. We'll just go through them real quick. It's on January 19th. Mm -hmm. All right. So in about two weeks, you can get your tickets on rightcoastpro.com. All right. They always got, they still, um, at last I heard, they still had even some of their season passes available that you're able to purchase for the, where you get that first or second row uh you know between now and their actual event you can still purchase those tickets for the season but yuri gregory versus your favorite wrestling name of all time 
Mozart, Mozart Fontaine. Fontaine. I had to put him in there just because. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we we know when it comes. We'll make our predictions next week when it gets a little closer, but I think we already know who you're going with. That oh, yeah, one. yeah. Then uh, we got uh, our favorite, the Baldwin Brothers. Who I don't know if you've been looking, put up another video promo for this match. I have not seen you, it. You, my friend, need to go on and look this thing up. <laughs> oh, my God. He's throwing mics and leaving. No, John, come back. Let's finish the show first, John. Come back. Are you back? <laughs> right, I, I can wait a little wait, bit. Wait, wait. We only got like a few minutes left. Okay. All right. Baldwin Brothers versus D&D. Disco Vave, Dave and Dexter Boykin. All right. Now, remember there's some beef between Harry and Boykin. <laughs> there are. There are. This is Harry and Jerry. Uh, they don't have their third brother, whose name I keep forgetting. I want to say it's Barry. I think it's Scary Baldwin. Is it? Like <laughs> Scary Spice. Oh, okay. Not like, Har- not like Harry, like H-A-I-R-Y? No, no, no. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. Wasn't really sure. Or Mary? Is it the, is it a woman? Is no, it Mary Baldwin? No, it's a dude. Okay, all right. Okay. Uh, we have Sean Royal versus one of the newcomers, the American horror Michael Massacre. I'm hearing things. Yeah, I'm hearing things. I want to see that. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a good one. Now, don't get too worried, folks. Bright Coast Pro is a huge family production. So oh, yeah. Michael Massacre will not be... Too horror-ish. He's not going to be scaring... I mean, he may be scaring some kids, but he's not going to be that bad. And if he is bad, you know who's coming after him? The children's champion. Cecil Warwin. Cecil Warwin. He's got a fight uh, at uh, the new Quest 2, which is King Kalua's coming back. Oh, boy. All right. Got to enjoy that's happening. We are boys, the crazy kids, who we've been fans of since the beginning. Mm-hmm. They're going against Sebastian's Wild Knights. Got to love that. I hope... A wonderful 2019 for the Crazy Kids. And then we got three belt matches. All right. It starts out with a tag team match with Brian Prophet and Just Neff yep. versus Money and the Monarchy. And this is this is a good team tag team of Brian Prophet and Just Neff. I mean, former champion Brian Prophet. Yeah. So it makes sense. You know, I, I see some good things from them together against Money and Monarchy. I don't know. Then Tomahawk's going to verse Setsu Ginsu for the Olympus Championship belt. Exactly. That's the only one Setsu now has. That's the only one Setsu has because the last at the 50th event, he lost his belt to Colton Quest. Right. Who this time is going to be fighting returning former champion Chris, Chris Steeler. Yeah. And that I, should be a good that should match. be a good one. If Chris Steeler is going to between the two of yeah, them, if Chris Steeler is going to be with Right Coast Pro for a while, if he's coming back for a good little stint, I have see him winning this belt. I don't know. We'll have to watch and find out. But like you said, we'll make our predictions next week when it's closer to. Exactly. But I think you and I have our picks already in our mind. Uh, yes, yes, we do, sir. Yes, we so, do. Speaking mm. of already in our mind and mm-hmm. always in our mind. Uh, the wrestling community, the fans, the wrestlers, the promotions, everything in and of itself, mm-hmm. lost a staple this year. Huge staple. Uh, we lost Mean Gene Okerlund. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I truly look at it as like we lost him. Yes. Regardless of what yes. you thought about him personally or what have you, he was the face of WWF and, and the, the voice. WWE. Yeah. He was... The probably one of the best sells, meaning he could take a promo and make you want to love a wrestler, hate a wrestler. Exactly. Uh, I can't imagine. I can't imagine anything in wrestling that didn't have him involved in it. No, especially in the time that we were watching wrestling when we were. Yeah. I mean, he was huge around that time coming up and made made superstars. You know, like I, made people. Big. He's the one who made Hulk Hogan. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, and it, the it, tribute uh, that Hulk Hogan gave to him uh, actually was touching. It was. Like, it was. 
You could tell that Hulk Hogan was given a script. Yes. But then you could tell that he genuinely was touched by the words he got to share about his friend Gene. Mm -hmm. And um, I got to tell you, you and I, we searched for something that we could put up. Oh, yeah. That would tributize and make us feel what we felt when we got the news. Exactly. Exactly. And, um we looked through old, you know, older wrestlers talking about him. We looked through a lot of the stuff WWE put up, old promos and everything, but something that really meant something. We really got it. Like this was one that I think you and I really really delved into and and you and I talked about it in our pre-show meeting that um you know when we were looking for a moment, something that best epitomized the overall feeling of the entire wrestling community about this loss. Neither of us found anything. No, no, we we found some some contenders in there, but nothing that uh, really anything worked. or anything any tribute that somebody put up was awesome. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's just nothing really made it feel the way it felt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think the best we can do is this, Craig. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Our moment of this week, our very first moment of 2019, is we are going to have a moment of silence where you can take an opportunity to think back about all the good things you remember with Gene Okerlin, be it the funny uh, Randy Savage uh, promo or Hogan. I mean, just all of that stuff. But just the good memories that thinking of Gene Okerlin would give you. So here it is, folks. We love you, Mean Gene. We'll miss you. We will miss you big times. All right. And that, Mr. John Boy, is episode 60. Yeah, I mean, we're jumping back in. We're mm-hmm. going to get a, a little more feel as we get a little more under our belt. Yep. But what we always do at the end of every show, and we're not going to change it this year, is say thanks to a couple of people. Why don't you let us know who they are? I mean, our first big thanks is to uh, Big Papa Take Two, the main show, the big show. Uh, if you listened to this week, it was a live event from White Oak Tavern in Ellicott City, Maryland. You and Brian did that. I one. was there. And, mm-hmm. and I got to say, in listening to it, I was very jealous that I couldn't make it. As you should be. Because it sounded like you had a blast. As you and should it be. it was a really good show. A really good time. If, you've, if you're in the local area, check it out in Ellicott City, Maryland. Uh, White Oak Tavern, let them know that you heard about it from Take Two Podcasts. That lets them know how uh, big timers we are. Mm-hmm. Um, Ballers. Exactly. Ballers. Um, we do have to give a little bit of a holiday shout out as well to uh, the writer of our intro and our outro, Jason Wilson. Yes. The CD came out. The album is out. Resolution Alley dropped. Exactly. You can find it on iTunes and uh, Google Music and all of that sort of stuff. Anywhere you want to find it, Amazon Music, it, it's on there. Just type in Resolution Alley. It'll come up. Nice little four-song EP. It's great. Yeah. Um Jason Wilson is a hugely talented artist. Hugely. And you would be doing yourself a favor if you just... It's like $4 yeah, to listen exactly. to these great songs. This is your front, your first foot in the front door of his career. Exactly. Because he's going to blow you got a, up. You got a little appetizer with our intro music that he wrote, produced, and performed for us. Now you can get more of them. So... Do yourself a favor, pick that up. If you're going to pick up anything else, go on Amazon.com or mm-hmm. go and you're going to use Amazon.com. 
Go on to our website, click on the little thing. Nothing changes with Amazon. You nope. can get whatever you want. We exactly. get a little text back. We get a little text back. Don't Dave. forget. Email us. Write us your letters. Triple T bag at gmail.com. We'll read them on the show. We're getting back to it every week. Make sure we do that kind of we stuff. We should have just an episode answering our uh, writer's questions. But wait a minute. That's going to be hard, John, because are you think that at any point WWE is not going to give us enough story to talk about? We should probably do a couple of those shows where we are going to talk. We uh, we want to do a lot more fan interaction with our correct, show. Correct, correct. So, so send us those letters. Like you said, may, I, I definitely see us doing that a few times this year because we have a lot of letters that we get. Drop us a text. Hit us mm. up on Instagram. We are at Take2Takedown. Yep. Uh, if you send stuff with us, we hopefully, uh, and it's good. We want to share it on the show. We mm-hmm. want to get you guys involved. Exactly. And most importantly, you can give us a call. Leave us a message. The number is 434-602-1931. Just leave us a message. Let us know what you want. We will get it. And we will tell you to go pound sand. Exactly. That's what we do because we love our fans. Yeah, we're great. And that, John, episode 60. The new year, the year of T3. It's going to be a beautiful thing. Yeah. Peace. Out. You had some. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You take, you take. And don't forget, I love you, Bobby Roode. Bye, Bobby Roode. Let's talk about wrestling. Let's talk about wrestling. Are we ready, Mr. Jonathan? Mr. Craig Lothian, uh, I'm ready. Uh, Are I don't you? think anyone's ever called me Craig Lothian. Oh, well, there you go. There you, you go. Know. You get a lot of Craigery, Craigy. I don't like calling Craigorious you Rex. I've been um, calling you Craigorious right. Rex for the mm-hmm. longest time. Um, I think like, I like calling you Jonathan just because I know your name is not Jonathan. <laughs> Never has been. <laughs> But, like, when you call me Jonathan, I know it's just you calling me Jonathan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When other people call me Jonathan, I'm very quick to tell them. Yeah. Nope, nope, name's just John. I've had a few people ask me if Craig is short for Craig, uh, like Craigery. And I was like, it's not like Gregory. Like, Craigery is not Craig a name. Just the name. <laughs> like, Craig is just the name that it is. Yeah, there is no, I've never in my entire life met a Craigery. No. <laughs> but your mouth is saying no, but your head's saying yes. I don't understand. No. WTTP 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 WTTP